You are now listening to the Here for the Truth podcast, hosted by Joel Rafidi and Erasmus Stylianessis. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 53 of Here for the Truth podcast. Um, we've got Jacob Kanani joining us in just a moment. Jacob was born in Israel. He moved to Canada to build a life for himself. And then 2020 hit and he had, had to make a choice to stand up or sit down. And he stood up and as a result, he was actually forced to flee Canada as well. So it's a bit of an interesting story and he's a, a great dude. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. A couple of announcements before we get into that. HerefortheTruth.com. It is up. We are live. Go check it out. We've been working on this website for a while. From there, you can book personal coaching with Erasmus and I. You can get your merch, the mugs, the tees, the hoodies. Um, you can watch all the episodes, listen to all the episodes. And you can also subscribe to our newsletter to get releases um, of all future episodes and also receive a nice little discount for you to use on, on your merch purchases. So we hope you enjoy that. And anything to add, bro? That's all I got, man. Jack up Kanani for y'all. We're good to go. Let's do it. Jacob Kanani is here. Jacob Kanani is an accomplished businessman and motivational speaker who's enjoyed over a decade of success in the retail industry. He began his career in skincare sales and shortly developed his own skincare line. He had over 25,000 happy customers across Canada. But since losing his business in 2020, due to the COVID pandemic, Jacob began to speak out against the lockdowns and restrictions and quickly discovered success in the Canadian Freedom Fighters movement. Jekov became a social critic. He criticizes the government, laws, politicians, corporations, society, relationships, and much more. With almost 100,000 followers on social media, Jekov uses his platform to educate people around the world about health and wellness. He is a WBFF Pro World Beauty Fitness and Fashion third place in the world, the author of his biography book, the Sound of the Future, and is the founder of Aesthetics Academy Pro, an online fitness school and coaching program. Jekov, welcome to Here for the Truth, brother. Thank you for uh, having me over as well. I was, uh, I was waiting for it for a fucking month. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I was waiting. You remember how many times we booked a date and we moved in and booked a date and moved in? <laughs> Yeah, bro. We, we, we tried to schedule it a few times, man. I'm glad that it's finally worked out. Finally. Well, where right. do you live, Joel? Sydney? I'm in, I'm in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm oh, about shit. an hour south of Sydney, so I'm not so much in the, in, the, in the heat of things. I'm a little bit further down the coast. Yeah. Oh, nice. How, how do you like it over there? <laughs> this is my podcast. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> interviewing you, remember? We'll talk about that after. <laughs> Jacob, you recently left Canada. You were you the people's state of Canada. Can you please tell us about what happened, what was going on in Canada, and how, how did you get out of there? Of course. Um, so this is how it goes. I, I lost my business in 2020. Okay. About two months after, I started to attend literally every single freedom rally um, in the West coast of Canada. I spoke in Edmonton, Calgary, and um, in Kelowna, BC. 
Um, long story short, we were attending and trying to bring people, as many people as we can, um, to freedom rallies and to try to explain to them um, about the bullshit rules of the government because nothing really made sense actually in the first place. Um, if all this shit show, I would call it, was really about your health, we would build you know, bigger hospitals, we will hire more nurses, more doctors, we will find more cores. We won't um, lock down people, shut down their business, and, um, and destroys millions um, of lives around the world. Um, but after two years of, of suffering, when I lost my business, I had to work as an Uber driver for almost, I did it for 15 months. And I'm talking about like 14 hours every day straight. And I rarely took days off just to pay some bets and to be able to live. And, you know, um, by, by the beginning of the pandemic, the lockdown was you know, two weeks, then other two weeks, then other two weeks. Then you have to wear a mask to go there and you have to have the packs to go there. Um, I came to the point where I cannot socialize. I cannot go to the gym. I cannot even train people at the gym. I cannot even have my own business there. And I can, I'm literally um, kicked out of society. I can do nothing. And um, by the end, by October, I think, or September, the government announced that um, by November 30, if you are not vaccinated, you will not be able to leave Canada anymore. And I think this was the last, the last mandate that, um, that made me make the final decision and leave Canada. And like on my dead body, I will not be present um, in any country. Um, that's why I left because I was born free and I will die free. I want to live the rest of my life um, according to my own rules, not according to the government to tell me uh, what to do. Yeah, man. Because, I mean, what are the reasons that you went to Canada in the first place? Where, where are you originally from? And what you mean, what was it that drew you to Canada initially? Because obviously Canada has changed a lot since your first decision to move there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I went actually to Canada to, to oh, man, honestly, Canada was really, really amazing country. This place gave me freedom, uh, business opportunities, and to be surrounded by, by amazing people. Like in Canada, you could, you could literally do anything you want. Everything was easy. Opening business was easy. Promoting your business was easy. Um, there is almost no racism in Canada. I myself never experienced it. Um, probably a little bit, but not that much. Not as much as I experienced it myself um, back home in Israel. Um, it was one of the greatest countries I have ever visited in my life, and I built, um, I built a big business there. You know, I loved, I loved living there. But uh, but at some point, you have you have to choose yourself um, over the country you are fighting for. Uh, by the end of the day, um, right now, many many freedom fighters in Canada are getting arrested and go to jail and they are getting charged. And I do not want to ruin, you know, my future or the rest of my life for any country. You know, I don't feel, um, even though I was born and grew up in Israel, but I don't have, um, I don't have the obligation, you know, to tradition, religion, country, or things like that. I will not go die for any country or ruin my life for my own country because I was born there. I'm not this type of person, you know? I, I tried my best for two fucking years. Um, I gave up on my family, on my own work, um, you know, going to freedom rallies, like every, you know, every 15 minute speech that you see on Instagram, 
it took me two days to write it down and another one full day to actually practice it at home so i don't um i don't read from papers i hate reading from papers and traveling and go to freedom areas and big hotels and food this is all on my own expenses that no one pays me for this shit. so i i sacrificed two years of my life trying to fight this pandemic and this um, um insanity in canada but when i saw that it's not going um, to get any better soon yeah. um, i had to make a drastic decision and choose myself over everything and that's why i moved um, mm-hmm. out. and honestly i don't think i don't think i see myself going back to canada anymore. yeah will they even let you in um probably for now yes till uh, wait what today today is the 13 right so oh i think till tomorrow because after tomorrow um, if I am not wrong, don't, don't keep in my word, um, you have to be fully vaccinated to actually enter Canada, even yeah. as a Canadian. There was a report about it, but I'm also not sure if the government um, made this mandate. But as far as I know, that you have to have the vaccine after, the, after January 14th. Jacob, did, were you, were you, you said drastic decision. Were you the only one in your family or did other people with you? Yeah, I, I lived in Canada by myself most of the time. I have a son, but me and my ex, we broke up um, six years ago. So they live together, like he with, with my, my ex and, and his stepdad, like she has a boyfriend. And yeah, I live by myself, but I have a brother too who lives in Victoria, BC, which is very far away from me. Um, yeah. I don't know, about 12 hours drive, 10 hours drive. And yeah, I left there because, you know, I left my son there too. I haven't seen my son for three months. Um, for me, it's very, very tough though. I'm being my son are very connected together. But, um, but I had to do what I had to do. And I probably soon will get him out of there too. Yeah, man, I think too many people are willing to sacrifice themselves for the sake of the group, for the of, sake of, of the country. Freedom. Yeah, of course, of course. I know, I personally know many, many other people. I have met more Canadians here in Mexico in the past month, more than I have met Canadians in Canada in the past probably year. Because there I was so busy and there is no, there is so much lockdown, so like you don't really see people. And when they open up everything again, you have to have the facts to the end. And I got kicked out of most businesses. From 100% of businesses, I cannot go anywhere in Canada. So I did not really socialize much. But many people, as I am very vocal on social media, um, they know I'm here. So they contacted me um, when they came to, to play the Carmen. And I honestly, I've met many amazing freedom fighters and people who lived um, in Canada and Toronto and Victoria and Quebec and, and many other places. Also people from the States, people from Australia. I met people from Germany. Um, I met many, many, many amazing people this past month. Yeah, man. Um, see, there's something to be said about, you mean, Ayn Rand talks about the virtue of selfishness, you know, and this is putting ourselves first. If, if our environment, if our country, if our family, if our group isn't conducive to what's actually beneficial to us, then, you mean, it's obviously the right thing to, to follow your instincts and to look after yourself because that's what we're here to do at the end of the day. So to me, that's actually um, admirable from, from, from my perspective. Let me ask you this, Jacob. What the fuck is wrong with people? Um, many things. Um, I'm going to talk about... Uh, uh, let me make this this way. People are... I'm fucking stupid, man. I'm sorry to say this in that way, but I have no, you know, I don't even have enough vocabulary to explain my anger toward people. And I'm talking about, especially about Canadians. You know, in the States, like you have New York and California, they are the most locked down states. 
but the rest of the state is open. I was in Florida for a month. I feel like I live in a new fucking world. Zero restrictions, zero mask. No one even cares. no one even talks about it. Okay, they live completely different life. Uh, and why Canada you are so different? Like why? What changed? Why Florida have the lowest the lowest COVID rate on the whole United States, and Canada keep lying about the COVID rates? Um, the thing is, people people get brainwashed super 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 easily. Um, People believe, unfortunately, everything the government tells them. Most people have never learned or even read a book about history. And people honestly also don't like to take responsibility for themselves. You know, if they have something to blame things on, then they will blame it. And that's why no one wanna take responsibility and actually do things that make them healthy. So if the government told them, hey, this is a vaccine that keeps you healthy, but will give you free donuts and free beer and free money just to your home, most people will agree to it because they have no fucking idea how I should stay healthy. Um, basically, what the government did was the exact opposite of what you have to do to become healthy. To become healthy, you need healthy nutrition, you need exercise, you need sunlight, you need vitamins, and you need you must socialize. Humans cannot survive without a human connection. Mm-hmm. And the fact that actually separated us um, um, for two years, um, it... It, it made people so like so depressed and people got so sick. Like it's not by coincidence that that COVID cases this year there are about five five hundred times more than last year. There are like a crazy huge number um, over the past year in that exact month. And the last year we we probably had ten percent of people vaccinated at that time at this time. And this year we have over 90% of people are vaccinated. It is just nothing, you know, nothing makes sense anymore. And, and they have been lying to us since day one. They lied to us about, about the people. You remember the first videos of China when people oh, yeah. were dropping the streets? Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Right. They, they, lie, they lie about it. They lie about the vaccines. They lied about the lockdowns. They lied about masks. Masks don't work. A shit don't work at all. They lied about everything. And when we start to speak against it last year, because you can see, um, we can see the lies behind the government, but most people cannot see it. So people start to label us as conspiracy theorists, and we then start to get censored and banned from social media and be called crazy. When we start talking about the vaccine passport last year, um, no one believed us. Yeah. And you know, all, all the conspiracy theory, uh, theories we had in the past year, Actually, all of them became true this year. The vaccine doesn't work. It doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't stop you from, uh, um, from getting COVID. And masks don't work. Our PCR tests don't work. And vaccine passport was coming. Um, literally 100% of the conspiracy theories we had, they all became true. And even though, even, even though um, we were right um, almost about everything, um, we are still the ones who got kicked out of society and the ones who've been mistreated uh, by most people. Yeah, I loved how as, as, as you were um, uh, listing all those things, you had your middle finger out. You were just like, masks don't work, uh, vaccine passports. <laughs> it was like it's a subconscious, language, it's it's like like a subconscious middle finger, you know? Like yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. So... Tell us, before the pandemic, before everything, were you curious? Were you already questioning the government? Um, how far along were you of, of 
I guess your awakening I, journey. I, I did, but I was, I did join hundred percent. I was always, um, I always had the conspiracy theories mind since I was a kid, no, not from today, but I was not vocal about it. Okay, you know, if you have a, if you see the friends or families, I share my, I always share my opinions. I really, I never give a fuck about what people think about my opinion or perspective. So I was always open about my my views about the world uh, and politics and religions and money and all of this stuff. But I was not vocal. Like I never talk about it on social media or something like that. Um, social media actually, I I was not even active. I used to like to post, I don't know, one picture every month. I was focused on my skincare business, which I was trying to promote um, through social media, but I was not talking about product at all, like on zero. Like all the, all the, um, when, before I started, I think I had probably 5,000 people on Instagram. I had another few hundred people on Facebook. Um, I did not have Twitter. I didn't have TikTok. I didn't have all of it. All of it, all of it just came from through the pandemic. Yeah. When, so when yeah. did it start for you? Like when you said you've been a, have a conspiracy theorist mind since you were a kid, but what was it about the world? What was it about family? What, what like what was it about it, you? It was, when- it was it was about um it was about the the way money works in the world. Why why one percent of the world actually have so much money and control all the resources, while ninety nine percent of the population um thriving to survive. That was something really wrong with the with the money system. Um, then I start to read um, Robert Kiyosaki uh, books. And by the way, there's actually a book between um, of both Robert Kiyosaki, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of So when he started to explain to me that how the system works and how the Federal Reserve works and the, the Federal Reserve is actually a private bank and it's not even American, it's actually British. It's owned by the Rothschild family. And I'm like, oh, oh, something here is wrong. Like why, why people don't know that? Like, why people don't stand up um, to fight for it. But again, I was I was never vocal about it. It's just my own thoughts and opinion and perspective to myself. Then I wrote, uh, I read a book about, it was between Donald Trump and Robert Kosaki. It's called, We Want You To Be Rich. And they both of them actually talk about the Rothschild and the Federal Reserve and how the, the whole system um, of money and the banking system around the world is corrupt. And that's, that's what made me um, start questioning the government. Then I start to listen to David Icke, if you know him. Mm-hmm, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's how that's how I started back uh, back in the day, like years ago. Cool. But again, I was not really like, like focused on it. It's like a part of my life. Yeah. But I wasn't like hundred percent away into it. Um, like I am today into politics and uh, and uh, you know the government. Mm. But it, this is this is all started probably from Robert Kiyosaki when he when he opened my mind about investments and banking and how um and the the taxes is theft and he explains also why so you will start to see the world a little bit different and then you start to push in everything yeah does it surprise you that it seems as though um you were born in israel right does it surprise and like a lot of people for the longest time you know i mean the conspiracy-minded people might be might tend to believe that you know the jews are behind everything and we blame the Jews for all conspiracies of the world. But then you look at what's taking place and why is Israel leading the way with boosters? Why is Israel leading the way with what seems to be the harshest um, mandates around, around this issue? Like that doesn't make sense. Why would they be doing that to their own population if that was the case, you know? That's a, that's a very good question, um, Israel. 
So I don't even know where to start because this has to do something um, with politics and religions and um, and the movements. Okay, mm-hmm. when people say Jewish people control the world, they don't really mean the Jewish people. Um, Israel is not a Jewish country; it's a Zionist country. Zionist people control the world, but most people confuse Zionists with Jewish people. Okay, um, there are millions of Jewish people in New York who are against the Zionist movement and against the country Israel itself, okay? And they are Jews, okay? There's a big difference that Jewish or Jews, it's a religion. Science is the movement. Even Bill Clinton, um, sorry, even George Bush once said, um, you don't have to be Jewish to be Zionist, okay? Zionists are the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Morgans, the, the Royals, the Queens, uh, basically most people um, who control the planet. Um, you even have a video of Jacob the Rothschild himself. It actually is still on YouTube, um, but he says that his family actually created um, Israel itself uh, back in 1948, I think. Yeah. And regarding why they do this in the own country, um, man, this is a very good question. I actually once made a video about it, um, probably still on my Instagram. I am shocked as an Israeli myself. You know, when, when you when I when I see Canadian people um, obey everything the government asks, I, I was not surprised. Okay, but when I heard that Israel is even way worse than Canada, I was shocked. As someone who grew up there, Israeli people are not obedient. We are also not stupid. Okay, I, I can guarantee you that most Israeli people they are not stupid people. Okay, it's uh, like it's, it's very like it's very 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 small land. And you have over 9.5, 9.7 million people who live there. And there is there is no type of business on the entire fucking planet that you don't have in Israel. Like in Israel to survive, you have to be a real fighter because you are born into people who are smart, who have a, they have a business mindset. And there is almost everything there. Like you have to be so genius to actually invent something new. Like if you go to Canada, for example, you will have million ideas of how to open new things because it doesn't have all the type of businesses. But Israel, they literally have everything. And how how the how how like all these people actually let the government fool them? Man, I'm speechless. Like I, I probably things have changed. Um, since I moved out of Israel it was in 2008, I think I moved to Canada. But I was shocked myself, like mm-hmm. how even could um, the Jewish people, like the, the community itself, do to themselves what Nazi Germany did to them? How how they don't see it? Yeah. How how like how they don't see it themselves because it's your own people, like they are doing the exactly same thing. Okay, they are segregating society, they are separating you from your families, they are, they are giving you barcodes, like the barcode that they give with the vax, it is the same code that used the Nazi. Um, to give quotes for the Jews and for the white people, to use to separate them like with, with numbers and stuff. Like, how do you do this to your own people? And man, I, I, I don't even have an answer for this question. I have no idea yeah. how they could do it for themselves. Like, I am myself speechless and so disappointed of the Israeli people. Yeah, I think, you know, I think as we, we've moved towards this globalist world, you know, there's been this push towards like, collectivist ideologies you know even if you look at the if you've seen the interview with yuri bezmanov and g edward griffin in 1984 he was an ex-kgb defector he actually defected to canada and he talks about ideological subversion and i think on a global level 
you know, through school, through media, et cetera, there's been this uh, subversion, there's been this brainwashing, this indoctrination that you must sacrifice yourself for the greater good on some level. Like it's all about the community. It's all about the family. It's all about whatever the case may be. And I feel like this has been showing up in media. It's been showing up in all these different things that has been seeping into people's subconscious. So you've been gone 13 years. So I really think, especially the last 15, 20 years, this has been a big piece of the whole world that's been going on. So I'm curious your thoughts on that. You're right. I'm actually the, the media propaganda in Israel. It's probably 50 times stronger than North America. Uh, in Israel, all people do, they watch TV, that's it. Like, as, 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 as I'm an Arab who was born and grew up in a village, like most of the village, all they do is watch TV all day long, okay? And they wait for the news to come in. Like, the news for them is um, it's like the happy hour of the day. You know, they, they all, they all, the whole the family they gather together and they actually wait for the news. If I'm not wrong, it was at 8 p.m. in the evening, okay? They wait just to listen. Um, to what the government is about to tell them. Like the, the, the mass, how you call it in English? Psych, psych, psychosis? Psychosis, yep. yeah. Yes, in, in Israel, it's way, way, way stronger um, than North America. Even though I, I am by myself, I haven't, I, I have a TV here, because it's a, it's a place I live here, but I, my, myself, I haven't watched TV um, since I was whew, probably 14, 15 years. Maybe. Even before, before I came to Canada, I, I never thought it would be, ever. Real quickly, this just popped in my head in terms of you were asking before, like, I, I, I can't believe like this would happen to the Israeli people. Do you think that there's a blind spot that people think that what happened to the Jewish people, like, there's no way I could do that to another person. There's no way I would be playing that role. And so there feels like there's a blind spot on some level. Yes, yes. So this is the thing. Everyone wants to come become a hero until the time comes to be a hero, okay? So when you are, when someone studies history and knows what's happened back then, when you try to explain to people, they don't believe you. Okay, you, they think they were joking with them. Okay, it is the same way when we told people last year that lockdowns don't work. This is not going to end in 14, in 14 days. Mm -hmm. Okay, when the second lockdown came in and the third lockdown came in and the fourth lockdown came in, you don't even have um, to bring examples to people from 80 years ago. It's in the front of your eyes. You have seen it last month. You were not born yesterday. You didn't just arrive on this planet this morning, okay? How many lockdowns we have had? Did it help? If the first lockdown helped, then why we had the second one? Why we had the third? Why the fourth? Why the fifth? Okay? Why we have more cases right now than we had last year, um, even without vaccines, or two years ago, sorry. A design, okay? It means something is wrong, like something is very, very, very suspicious. But but the people, the people actually decide decide to turn a, bl a blind a blind eye to it, because most people will do anything to avoid criticism, to avoid losing their job, to avoid um, not fighting with their wives or, or boyfriend or girlfriend or mom or family or whatever. Most people. Most people aren't authentic to themselves. You need most people are fake. You know, they tell you, um, they tell you whatever you like to hear, just to avoid, um, to avoid confrontation, to avoid an argument, to avoid to avoid a fight with with, uh, with someone. And and the fact that um, that also also social media platforms they helped 
um, they help so much because people who spoke the truth, um, like Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Um, Robert McCauley, um, Alex, uh, Alex Zek, Joel, you know him. Um, many people that I personally know um, um, get censored and deplatform de platform like 10 fucking times, okay, in the past two years. And we have, you know, all of us, the same community, like we know each other. So when they open your account, we start to share it. So social media is like, is working super, super, super fucking hard to actually de-platform people who speak the truth. You know, not because they think we are, we are stupid. I think it's actually the opposite because they know like a normal or um, a decent adult human being, if you see um, two, two perspectives of the narratives, you are smart enough to actually determine what could be right and what could be wrong. And I think this is the main reason that censorship is so, is so fucking crazy. Like, Joel, do you have TikTok? I just started at TikTok recently, like in the Man, last couple of weeks. I, I post about, I used to post seven, but right now, bro, I just have like no passion for it. I post five videos a week. They take three out of it. The censorship of TikTok, it's like hundred times stronger um, oh. than, than Instagram or even Facebook. Man, like if I oh. show you the list of videos to take down, I'm like, oh, I just can't do you anymore. And you know what? If I was on the end, I would actually understand them. You know, censorship is necessary because the whole, the whole national vaccine program is actually collapsing. Their narratives is collapsing. Fauci lied, the whole Democrat lied. They lied about everything. Literally, every single word or promise they said, they lied about everything. So all they have right now is paid and sold out politicians and media propaganda, okay, and censorship. Because without censorship, people will not believe them anymore. So if you are, if you are someone who search information, like where do you search information on Google, YouTube or social media. So if all social media take the right take the right information from you, you only found the narrative information, and that's why most people believe the narrative because it has um it's the only thing you actually find when you search. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like even even the founder of the the founder I, I met Dr. Robert Malone in Florida last month. Man, I had a seminar of um probably ten or twelve doctors from ten a.m. to six p.m. and everything you hear from them. It gives me goosebumps. Like, like they are so intelligent, so smart. So, how I can explain this? Like, they teach you so much stuff about health and vaccines and medication, and they, they also explain to you like how corrupt the system is. And you look at yourself like, oh my god, like how these people still believe the government today. I don't know, and I'm not surprised that these people get censored because, because the information, um, excuse me, that they share with others. This information is powerful. And when I talk about powerful, it could turn any sheep person into a conspiracy theorist. It could turn any person to actually start and question the government. That's why, that's why social media is full of full of um, stupid and dumb facts, because literally social media is censoring smart and intelligent uh, people. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're trying to make the world in their image, right? They're trying to make social media in their image. 100%. Yeah, it's just. But it's tough, man. It's uh, it's uh, like the whole, the whole, the whole thing of um, of of censorship. It is like they have no limit for it. You know what I mean? Like anything you can say that they don't they don't like, you get censored for it. This has nothing to do with facts. Like, like the, the um, even Dr. Fauci tells the politicians, Joe Biden, all of them, they all say, once we get sixty percent vaccination rate, we get herd immunity. Everything will be open. They lied about it.
okay? They said, if you wear a mask, you will not get COVID. They lied about it. They said, if you get a vaccine, you will not get COVID and you will not transmit COVID. They lied about it. They said, if you get the vaccine, you will not die from COVID. They lied about it, okay? How much do you see from, from, from the narrative? All of them lied. But have you seen social media censor any of them? Did you see anyone from the left okay, getting censored on the platform from all the information they, they, they misspread to people? None, zero. They are literally targeting us. They are targeting the people who speak the truth. Yeah. And you know it. Of course, man. And it's just a complete abandonment of basic common sense and logic. 100%. And it, I cannot fathom and it blows my mind as to truly the mass psychosis that most people are living in and how we got to this place where people can no longer see black as black and white as white on any fundamental level. And, uh, you know, when you convince people to betray their own logic, to betray their own reason, then they will do anything to, to, to maintain from, from the fact that they lied to themselves because now all these people are fundamentally lies to themselves. I believe on a deeper level, the majority of people, they potentially recognize that they made a mistake, that they fucked up, but it's just how, 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 how long is a piece of string at this point, you know? Yeah, exactly. So this, this, this is the thing, bro. You know how many messages I get from people to me? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I, I even feel bad for them. You know what? I don't want you to appreciate me. You know, I don't give a fuck about your appreciation. I, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I'm going to do, regardless of you're going to appreciate me or not. What I want you to do is to speak up, is to stand, is to be brave and, and to speak your mind. You know, the thing is, many of my even close friends, man, um, many of my very close friends, when I talk to them like, like face-to-face or, or on the phone, uh, they all admit something is suspicious. Now, it doesn't matter how, how not type of conspiracy theorist you are, something inside of you has to tell you that something is not right with all of this. Like, you, you cannot just be that fucking stupid, but that's not the problem. They know something is wrong, okay? They know they made a mistake. They know the government is lying to them. They just don't have the guts or the courage to speak up. And to speak about this point, uh, mass, mass, how you call it in English? Cowardice? Like coward, when you're a coward. How do you say the, the, the name? Cowardice? Coercion? No, cowardice. No, no. Cowardice. Oh, cowardice. 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 Yes, yes, yes. It's called, okay, sometimes I forget what's English. It's all good, <laughs> man. Big languages, man, just sometimes fucks up in my head. Uh, cowardice, you say? Cowardice. A cowardice. Cowardice, cowardice. It's a mass cowardice what actually put us on this on these situations yeah. because even to freedom rallies even speakers at freedom rallies when i see people coming to freedom rallies then i meet them at the grocery store wearing a fucking mask i'm like what the fuck are you doing yeah. like like all, all the talk and blah 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 and all your social media posts don't mean shit if you keep complying okay people you know love love to call themselves I'm a freedom fighter. I'm a freedom fighter. You are a freedom fighter. Uh, first of all, we don't fight freedom. We fight for freedom. That's completely different things. Um, second, if you call yourself freedom fighter, the, the minimum that you have to do is not complying. You know, yeah. keep posting about freedom and, uh, and anti-government posts on social media and still wear a mask when you go to the grocery store. Like, 
like what the fuck are you doing like you're, <laughs> another guy you're actually making things worse like like you just stop yeah bro i feel you like lime's not cheap i actually know this brand so by by sean what's his name i forget his last name yeah i forget his last name too <laughs> I felt, I felt, I felt in that moment as you were speaking, I needed to turn it around, you know, because <laughs> this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing yeah, yeah, with, I, and, I, you I know, know, it's I like, know. I, I make, I make a joke. I make fun. You know, people are where they're at, you know, I could call them a sheep, I could call them idiots. And on some level, you know, that's what's happening, you know, but, um, listen, I look at you, like English isn't even your first fucking language, dude. And you're, and you're, and you're speaking, speaking truth and you're speaking out and you're not complying and you're standing up. So what fucking excuse do these other people have? There are pussies. There you go. <laughs> it's just straight up. It's not, it's not about your language, but I also know people who barely speak English. Um, I'm, I'm not the only one. You know, I know I know many others um, who speak up their minds um, and talk on social media. And this has nothing to do with your language. If you're the first, second, or your native language, it is. Yep. It is. It is. It's with your courage, man. It's how how authentic. Exactly. Exactly. And you hit the nail on the head before too. It's like people don't want to let down their families. You know, they don't want to be seen as something. They don't want to like cause a stir like, oh, they want to keep their job. And, and even if two years in, they have that feeling, it's like, well, okay, but if I speak out, then I'm going to lose my social group. I'm going to be alone. I'm not going to have friends. Well, fuck it. You're going to find cooler, awesome, truthful people filled with integrity. But so, fuck your friends. So this is the thing. These people don't understand that even the friends they have and the family they have, they're broken. They're all broken together, okay? They all think that they are together as one piece, but they're broken families because, because if, if I cannot speak my minds with my friends, they were not actually my friends in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, like the, 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 the people you should never, ever, ever censor yourself in front of them is your yeah. family and friends. If I cannot talk to my, if I cannot be honest with my spouse or my mom or my dad or my best friends, then who you be honest with? 100%. 100%. Yeah, this is just the world is a bit the opposite way. Like these are the people that you must be the most honest with, okay? Even if you tell them, that's okay, okay? Even if you don't want to talk to me, that's fine too. But I'm not going to censor myself to, to, to I'm not going to shut my mouth and censor myself um, for your own, um, for your own stupid feelings, you know what I mean? Uh, like, do you want to hate me? For I would rather actually be hated for who I am than to be loved for who I am not. Like I'm gonna be myself, um, regardless if you like me or if you don't. Yeah, man, it's they're living in illusion, right? And unless you obey and comply with the same illusion that they're living in, then you're not welcome anymore. You know, it, they, exactly. they cannot they cannot stand anything that shines a light on the fact that they're all liars and they're all lying to themselves and they've all betrayed themselves on a fundamental level and they can no longer add two plus two to equal four um and it's just simple man it's so 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 simple and i mean in many ways um i'm thankful for the sore spot that's been exposed as a result of what's gone on because it really has separated the wheat from the shaft. It showed us what's real, who's real, and what simply is pretending to be real. Yeah, and the more you speak your truth, you're going to connect with other lions. You know what well, I mean? Of course. It's the thing. You know how many people I have lost? Like, listen, I lost my business. I went bankruptcy. Like, I, I said to myself, um, uh, Joel, do you know Chris Sky? Do you know Chris Sky? Oh, yeah. Uh, I know. I know. You, got yeah, the tattoo, the tattoo? you know what's the more activist? 
So yeah. this is what's happening, okay? I saw him getting um, coming from Turkey, from the airport, blah, blah, and he giving a hard time to the immigration. So that day, you know what? I said to myself, if this dude can do it, why the fuck I cannot do it, okay? So I, I was out of the gym for about three weeks because of the mask mandate. So I went to the gym, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna put a fucking, I'm not gonna put a mask. Fuck you all, I just get in. And they tried, they kicked me out. I left out, I said to myself, you know what? Tomorrow morning I'm coming to film it. So I went to my doctor, I got my um, mask medical exemption because I'm medically exempt. I have medical conditions, so I can't wear a mask. I went to the same gym, which is run by the city of Edmonton, and on the website it says, people with medical conditions are exempt from wearing a mask. I took the item from me with me, I took my phone, it was about an hour and a half film, and I went there, and I filmed everything. They called 10 cops on me, 10 fucking cops, came to the gym to kick me out. I filmed everything, but when I got out, I was so fucking happy because I did it. The whole gym, hundreds of people coming in and out in the morning, even my friends, people who know me, see me I'm filming, no one, not even one person, stopped to help me or stopped to say, hey, he's right, he has medical condition. You should not let him wear a mask inside the gym. Not even one person, they all were scared. All of them, 100 fucking percent of them run away like fucking rats. I stood up there till the cops came in and took me out. Because or they also banned me um, from the gym for two years. I went out, I went home, I posted on social media. And I messaged Chris, this was before we became friends. The first time I talked to him, I'm like, Chris, can you please share this on your on your Instagram? He had almost 250,000 followers back then. It was huge. Uh, before they shut him down like fucking 10 times. And he's like, I, I, I don't even expect him to answer my message. And suddenly he did. He did and he shared it. And that's how we start to talk. And so that's how we start speaking against it. We decided to meet. He was supposed to come to Edmonton and speak at the Freedom Rally. And I went to meet him there. And then the same day, they put Chris on travel ban. He cannot fly in Canada. They put him on a flight uh, flight ban. So I'm like, if he cannot speak, then it's my fucking turn to speak. And that's how I started speaking at Freedom Rallies, okay? From the same organizers um, who did it in Edmonton, um, the same day I talked to them. And the week after, I killed it with my first speech. I, I wrote five pages. I came there, Joel. I forgot my speech at home. I was shaking when I holded the mic. I, I literally was shaking because I forgot everything at home. And it's my first time ever I speak publicly to people. I, I hold the mic and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking kill it. Once the first sentence, second sentence, third sentence kicked in, man, I fucking killed it. It was the first and probably the most important speech I ever made. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, I fucking love that, dude. Yeah, man, I was shaking. It, it was like minus, I swear, it was like minus 30, it was freezing cold, freezing. It was in March, in April, sorry, last year in Middle. So fucking cold. I'm like, how am I gonna do it? I forget at home and I'm, and you know, I, I went there with my, um, um, with one of the people um, I know and he did not show up. We were supposed to meet there and he didn't come. So I am by myself. I don't know like fucking anyone there about four or 500 people show up to my speech. And I'm like, what the fuck I'm gonna do, man? I hold the mic. I start speaking about myself because that's how on my first speech I introduced myself. That's the only speech I talk about myself first. And man, I just, it, it kept rolling. It kept rolling in my head. It kept rolling. It kept rolling. And I fucking killed it. It was like one of the best speeches ever. <laughs> <laughs> and let me ask you this. After yeah. that speech, how did you feel? Like, how did you, how did you move? Like, were, was it like, you know, like they do like uh, before Christ, after Christ? 
like for you in your life, you have like before saying the speech and after, like how, what did that do for you in terms of who you are that's, as a man? That's when I made the decision to step on stage and speak every single weekend. The amount of support and love I received from the people, it was, it was incredible, man. You know, everyone comes to me, thank you, thank you, thank you, what a speech, what a speech. And I am in tears, it was my first speech fucking ever. And I was cold, I was nervous, but because I did so good, and I'm like, and I always want to be a public speaker, but actually never, never did anything with it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking continue with it. And then I start to come every week, every week different speech, every single week. Then I start to give up on my work, on my family, on my personal life, on anything, just to go and speak every single fucking Saturday at the Edmonton Legislature Ground. And yeah, that's how I start speaking as Freedom Malays around, around Canada and, and do you know social media posts and shit like that. It was um, it was an incredible feeling. I fucking I fucking love it. This actually, I made a post about this week because this is the only thing I actually missed about Canada. It's yeah. it's speaking at Freedom Rallies. Even to the states, like I know many people who run Freedom Rallies there, and it's very close to me. But I cannot go because I'm not vaccinated. Yeah. I, I if I could, I would. I would just go just to speak to Freedom Rallies. Yeah, dude. There's something weird going on, man. Like anti-vaxxers are like the new celebrities or something these days, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> man they keep they keep all us anti-vax bro I, I don't think there is there is even such a term um anti-vax you know uh, um, let me make this straight if i offer you a sandwich right now okay and you don't like it you don't become anti-sandwiches okay <laughs> if you are if you are depressed for some for some reason okay and i am as a doctor can offer you antidepressant and you tell me you know what doctor i don't want it I choose to 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 get sunlight every day. Um, to eat better. Um, to work on my on myself. Um, to work on my relationship. To start exercise and to become a better version um, of myself. You don't become an antidepressant, okay? If a woman hit up on you on the bar and you told her no, you don't just become gay because you say no, okay? The whole term of anti-vax itself, it's all bullshit, okay? I am not anti-vax. You want to take the facts? Fucking take it. If you want to take it, fucking don't take it. Just leave me alone. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-mandate. I'm anti-corruption. I'm anti-lies. I'm anti-coercing. I'm anti-segregation. I am anti-whatever anti the fuck they call it. But I am pro-freedom. I am pro-love. I, I am pro-unity, if yeah. that make any sense. But anti-vax, like the, there is not really such such term like this. It just, it's a made-up term for them to discredit us. It is the same term like conspiracy, conspiracy theories. Yeah, they just want to discredit us, as we call us anti-vax. They even called the founder of um, um, the inventor of RNA technology, Dr. Robert Malone, anti-vax. Like, he's the one who found it. He's not anti-vax, okay? He just knows. He knows a lot about it. Well, listen, Probably more for, than me it's a, for me, it's a badge of honor, man. I love the term and I wear it very proudly because I've been called an anti-vax. Anti-vax. I am 100% anti-vax. I'm anti-every <laughs> vaccination and I oppose vaccinations of all kinds. And I've worn yeah. that badge for seven, eight years now. And now all of a sudden it's becoming like a thing. Like, no, fuck you. I am anti-vax. Strongly. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I wear it. I wear it right here personally, bro. Man, I, I, I just <laughs> it. Literally anti-everything. I'm anti-government, yeah. anti-vax, anti-politicians, <laughs> anti-society, anti-humanity. Just leave me alone. Anti-sheep. Exactly. Anti-sheep and everything. Uh, yeah, well, the, the thing is with these terms too, it's like it's so easy to 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 project these out there because 
they help with the divide and conquer strategy. You know what I mean? Like, well, if you're not anti-vax, then you're this. If you're a conspiracy, then then you're that. So it's so easy for people to be like, well, I'm on this side and you're on that side and I'm right and you're wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they they do the same thing with everything. So so this is, um, it's it's a psychological war, right? So it's the the same thing they do like Republicans and Democrats. They always give you two choices to choose from but they also control both choices, okay? Um, um, they, I am certain they also have super famous anti-vax people who talk about the anti-vax um, just to see who the anti-vax are or just, you know, to... to, to because m- most of them, they control the narratives, they control everything. Um, the, the media, like the, the big pharma, um, have you guys listened to, to The Truth About COVID-19 by Dr. Joseph Mercola? I have the book, but I haven't... I haven't um... well, listen, this, this is... A must, okay. If there is something you have, you have to finish. Um, this month is this book, okay. One of the best books I ever read in my life. It, it teaches so much about the corruption, about how how big pharma and this fucking cunt Bill Gates, how they actually manipulate and give money to so many people and politicians and organizations. How they have labs to create viruses around the world, okay? They do it intentionally okay, to infect humans. The things you learn there, it's it's incredible. And the things you know, how it easy, how, how easy is it to buy a scientist and how easy is it to buy a politician and how with money, you can literally manipulate anything. Like even, like even, even the CDC, okay? According to the CDC guidelines, now this is, okay, you can go check it by yourself. According to the CDC guidelines, you are not considered vaccinated, okay, in the first 14 days after you get the vaccine. So if you get the vaccine today, after and you have 14 days to be unvaccinated till you start to be considered vaccinated. Even though 80%, 80% of the people who die after the vaccine, they die in this period of 14 days, okay? So 80% of the people who die after the vaccine, they actually counted as unvaccinated. Mm. Okay, this is how they manipulate data. Yeah, that's 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 a new one for me. That's very interesting. Yeah, well, I, I I I read about it in Dr. Joseph Mercola's book, yeah. and I literally saw saw him posting about it yesterday. That's why I just remembered it now. Yeah, I didn't know that 80% number, but I knew that obviously. Yeah, 80% of, people... of the people who die after getting the vaccine, they die in the first period of two weeks or 14 days. Not, not like three months after, in the first 14 days. Yeah, man. Well, this is the problem because people think that governments and society and the world is run on facts, logic, and reason when really it's it's run on favors, right? And it's... It's, <laughs> it's, it's run on lies, bullshit, and remorse. <laughs> exactly. And this is what I mean when I say, you know what I mean? they're trying to mold you in their image they're trying to turn you into complicit in what they've been complicit in so that you know and now all of a sudden you have a collective that deeply innately within themselves they know they're lying to themselves but the moment they do that the entire the entire painful collapse begins you know and so it's a it's it's a difficult and tricky period um that that they that they find themselves in definitely so tell us yeah tell us man um you're into health nutrition how do you how do you how do you work with people what's your what's your what's your process in guiding people towards health um so i've been in the fitness industry for 
about 12 years. So uh, 12 years ago, when I started to develop my skincare line, um, I knew I, I win a model for, you know, to, to, pre to represent my skincare line. And then I said to myself, you know what, why the fuck would I bring someone from the outside? So that's how I started working out. I started to, to improve my own physique um, for my own brand 12 years ago. And then, you know, I fell, love, I fell in love with it. And I started training people at the gym, you know, here and there. I did not take it as, um, as, as the main job, but it was a hobby for me. Okay, I always focused on my skincare business. And in 2016, I went to compete with WBFF, the World Beauty, Fitness and Fashion Show. Um, it was a world competition. I competed with 36 competitors beside me, and I took third place in the world in 2016. So that's how I became a, a professional um, fitness model. And I continue with it as a hobby, you know, as a side job. But when my business crashed last year, um, I decided to, to make it my main income. I tried to work on myself more and to develop a skincare business. So, uh, sorry, uh, um, a fitness business. So when the pandemic hit and everything started with the lies and the bullshit of the government, I said to myself, um, what could I do to actually, to actually improve first of all, my own financial situation and to give back um, to people something that they really need right now. And I couldn't think of something better than to give people nutrition and workout plan, plans because these two are the most important things you actually can do to improve your health, which is exercise and nutrition. You can take as much medication as you want. You can take as much vaccines as you want. You can put you can, you know, sleep with masks around you. You can, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But if you, if, if the food you consume is bad, and if you're not active, um, um, physically, um, it will not help you. Okay. Um, in my opinion, nutrition and exercise are the most important things to improve your health. And once you do, you can combine them with sunlight, um, vitamins, good sleep, good sex, um, meditation, and that's how you improve your health and you prevent yourself from, um, um, from being entitled um, to, to government and pharmaceutical companies. Also, as a kid, I suffered from asthma my entire fucking life. I spent most of my childhood in hospitals. Um, I'm actually going to send you my book, Joel, for you to read it, and for you too. Um, I have it as a PDF. So my asthma actually gone completely um, once I started working out. Even by the age of 25, when I came to Canada, I still had it not as bad as as when i was a kid but i still had as my tech sometimes and exercise at the gym it's actually what saved what saved my life and that's why i love i love doing what i'm doing because um i am giving something valuable to people that can improve their life in many ways um as i have experience with it in 10 12 years almost and you know i, I know what the fuck i'm talking about so if actually improve my own life it could improve yours as well. All right, you mentioned good sex. How does that improve your health? We want to hear you talk about it. <laughs> Listen, I will tell you how. First of all, you lose a lot of calories. Okay, it's good for depression. It improves your mood. It makes you happy. And you know what? I fucking love it. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. <laughs> and this is the truth. <laughs> we are here for it. Right? Yeah, you know, I, I don't have anyone today, but you know what? I have had a, a wild month here in fucking Mexico. What do you love? What do you love about Mexico besides obviously the good sex? Um, I will tell you many things. Um, you know, I was born and grew up in a warm country. Okay, 
Um, Canada was good for the money. I, I suffered the cold in Canada because there is money there, okay? But if there was no money in Canada, um, it's not really a nice place to live in because you spend eight months of the year with the fucking snow. And it's not really fun um, unless you have enough, enough money to travel and do things in Canada. Um, so Mexico reminds me of my, you know, back home of, my, of Israel. Um, it's very, I, I'm like, I live six minutes away from the beach. Like, even if I'm depressed, if I'm angry, if I'm stressed, if I'm anxious, if I'm pissed, I just, you know, I'm always like, most of the time I'm topless. I put my bag bag on me with a towel on it. I just walk to the beach. I am also five minutes away from the gym. Um, it's very, the, the cost of living here is very low. Um, cost me probably a third of what I used to pay in Canada. Um, I'm a big spender myself, so I go out a lot. But if I actually want to live a, a minimal life here, it won't cost me more than $1,600 a month now. Even with the rent, with food, if I just want to eat and, and live basically by myself without spending on parties and alcohol and a festival, music festival, stuff like that, I won't be spending more than $1,000 a month with rent and everything. I also don't need a car here. I can walk everywhere because I'm close to everywhere. You're close to shopping malls, you're close to the beach, you're close to the gym. Um, it's 28 degrees all day long. Um, I, I'm, I'm living in a place which I have a pool on the rooftop. Even if I'm too tired to go to the beach, I just go upstairs in the pool. Like I'm living the dream, man. I, I can't, can't, can't complain about it. And of course, the most beautiful woman here, because, and I'm not talking about Mexicans, don't get me wrong, because there's so many people all over the world come to this place. So every time you go out, you meet new people, you meet a new girl, you meet a new, new friend, you, you, you engage, you socialize, because you know, the past two years in Canada was very, very depressing, man. Like it was, I also worked a lot, and, and except my work was all the lockdowns and I cannot see friends and can't go out and, and uh, all the masks mandate and you don't see even people's faces was really depressing. And when you come to a place where it has life, there is really life in this place. If it's here, if it's Cancun, if it's Solon, um, around this area, um, I don't know, man, it makes you feel happy when, because you see people happy, you know? No, no one comes to you at the street and I thank you for not wearing a mask or tell you you are an asshole or stuff like that, which things like this I used to experience in Canada almost every fucking single day. Every single day you get attacked. Like, I want to go do a blood work. They won't let me in without a mask, even with medical conditions. I want to buy fucking soup at the restaurant, man. You can even get a sandwich without wearing a mask. You know, these things are very annoying. You get, like, at some point... You get sick and tired of all of this shit show. And the fact that I have my freedom here and no one bothers me. And I have the sun, I have, I have, I have everything I need. Like I always make a complaint. I'm happy to be in Mexico. Hola Mexica, I'm gonna get my permanent resident here soon. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. Um Thanks, bro. You, you should come here too. Dude, <laughs> honestly, man. I'm, I, I, I'd be considering it. I visited Mexico maybe five years ago with my wife, and that was honestly our favorite holiday destination that we ever went to. When oh, we really? Were, it's when we could travel. To Mexico. Sorry? Where did you visit? What place? We stayed in Playa del Carmen. No way. Same place I live in. <laughs> oh, oh that was my next question. Where are you? Are you there now? Oh, yes. Wow, bro. You went where the parties are at, you know? Yes, why you play at the I live like fucking two minutes away from the, sorry, five minutes away from the, from the central. I even play at the I mean, I love this place. I cannot complain, bro. That's amazing, man. Yeah, Mexico it's, definitely has a special place in my heart. And, you know, it's definitely on the cards. I could definitely see you there one day. Um, you know, I'm in, I'm in Australia at the moment trying to navigate things, but, you know, it's, it's not, 
at the moment here in Sydney, you asked earlier, but it's not really as bad as people think. There's, it's actually relaxed quite a bit. Um, I hope so. Of, in terms of I what you so. might have been hearing on the on the global news. Not to say that things could get really bad again, because they definitely could and probably it's might. It's summer, bro. It's summer. That's why. Yeah. They, but... pro they probably will. That's why. <laughs> we all know it's coming. You know, in Canada, in, in Quebec, Quebec basically... So like they have testing in Israel and testing on people in Australia and New Zealand. So Quebec is the testing part of Canada. They test their everything, then they implement their testing on the rest of the provinces. Um, so in Quebec right now, um, they are going to tax the unvaccinated. So if you're, if you're unvaccinated, you're going to pay tax for the unvaccinated by the end of the year. <laughs> it's just so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Yes. My friends see me they're like, hey, did you hear this? And like, yeah, not even surprised. It's coming to your, to your province too. So get ready. Wow. Man, Jakov, any final words for our audience on this one? What do you have to say to them to bring it home? Um, yes, yes, yes. I actually have a few words to say. Um, we probably have a lot of audience and uh, a lot of people. And I want to tell you something like this. Um, many people are thinking that Joe Rogan is going to, to save us, or Donald Trump is going to save us, or there's aliens coming from somewhere um, who are going to save our planet. Um, I'm going to make this straight. No one is going to save us. Not a politician, not a public health expert, not your family, no one. The only people who are going to save us are us. And the only way to save ourselves is by stop complying. Don't call yourself a freedom fighter if you're actually going to keep complying with masks mandate or have a fake vax pass just to roll over and you know keep things go ha happening okay if you want things to end be honest first of all with yourself with your family with your loved ones and with your friends tell them the truth especially if you are awake if you are someone who still sleep till now I, I, I highly recommend you to, to turn off the TV and ask your closest conspiracy theorist for any advice uh, you need. But if you are awake, uh, please, please, please um, gain some courage, grow some balls, and spread your message to everyone. Your voice is powerful. If it wasn't that powerful, social media won't try to deplatform all of us. They do it because your voice is powerful. Please, please, please do whatever you can um, 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 to connect with people and try to convince others as well and to stop complying because the only way out, the only way out is resistance. It's not violence, it's resistance. Great. Right. For a second there, when you said uh, grow some balls, I thought you were going to say grow some balls and spread some seeds of truth. But, you know... <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Grow some balls and, and yeah. talk about it. If you no, are no, awake, no, 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 no. Yeah, if you are awake, you already know the truth, right? You just speak about it. Don't, yeah. don't, don't hold things inside. We need more of us. You know, we need more. We need more conspiracy theorists in this world. I hear you, brother. <laughs> Jacob, man, right? thank you so much for joining us, brother. Uh, My pleasure. It was uh, was a great seeing you guys too. Where uh, where can people find you to, to yeah. support you on social media, etc.? I mean, we'll have all your links on on our show notes. Uh, it, it's Twitter. Um, Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, all of them at Jacob Kalani. The, the same username everywhere. That's it. Guys, and if it's a business wise, please email me or text me to my number 
um, on my social media on Instagram. Um, no DMs, please. I get probably 100 DMs every single day and I, I, I get lost. I get even anxious checking out my DMs on my Instagram. Um, that's why I don't check it. I just, if it's important, please email um, or text me to my phone. My number is on my profile um, on my Instagram. Sounds good, man. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Here for the Truth and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for having me, Joel. Thank you, buddy. And we'll be in touch soon. You guys have a great fucking night. You too, brother. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the karma. Thanks. Smoking mirrors, I'm seeing through the illusion. Waking up in a the time, they think you're in a delusion. Somebody set the alarms, cause they be too busy snoozing. I'm in a DeLorean.